You are now rocking with the queen, and it's time to get real. Real. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, everybody, to 30 Flirty and Thriving. It's your girl, A.B. and... Jalen, hey. And Jamie. Jamie's like an honorary member now. <laughs> He's been here for, what, like the last four shows? Yeah. Yo, you just like finagled your way in, and now you just here. <laughs> hey, yeah. Like, hey, what's I up? Guess, we the new breakfast is. club. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> what's good? So, Alex is not with us in the studio today. He may or may not be. He said he will. He will be calling in um, to join the conversation. He doesn't know what we're talking about because we didn't really know what we were talking about up until a little bit ago. But today, we're going to basically kind of branch off of what our last uh, discussion here at Podcasts Detroit was, which was talking about sex with Nina Kudney and... What I want to talk about today, somebody posted on Facebook. I'm going to pull it up. Um, and it was, I thought it was really kind of profound and something that people don't really think about too much these days. But she said, people think intimacy is about sex, but intimacy is about truth. When you realize you can tell someone your truth, when you can show yourself to them, when you stand in front of them and their response is, you're safe with me, that is intimacy. So I wanted to talk about that and talk about the difference between sex and intimacy. Does one come before the other? Do you need one to have the other? Can you have one without the other? Like all of that, like really dissect it and dive in. Also, I do want to take a quick moment to let everyone know who is subscribed to 30 Flirty and Thriving through Podcast Detroit that we are moving to a new studio in about a month. And so you will have to actually go find us on SoundCloud or iTunes and subscribe to 30 Flirty and Thriving outside of Podcast Detroit. Otherwise, you're going to lose all of the content and you won't be updated when we have new shows. So let's jump right in. Let's go. So... What do y'all think? Do you think that, well, first of all, let me ask, do you think that sex is a form of intimacy? In a way, yeah. Okay. How so? Elaborate. I want y'all to really, like. (laughs) Nah, Jayla, I'm going to let you take this one. (laughs) I don't know. I just guess. I guess I've had the interpretation mixed up then for a while. Because I've always thought, like, if you have sex, it's, like, intimate. So, I don't know. Right. But with hearing that post, it has me thinking, like, oh. Right. Okay. But. So, I think, I well, th- if you think about it, especially, and maybe it was happening back in the day and everybody was just on the low about it. But today mm-hmm. is very, very common knowledge that a lot of people tend to have casual sex. You can have one night. We talked about this. You right. can have one night stands. Mm-hmm. You can have, you know, uh, uh, fuck buddies. For I was trying to think of a non, <laughs> you know, <laughs> harsh word. But, yes. you know, yeah, yeah friends I mean, with benefits is. Is, uh-huh. the, is the word. Mm-hmm. You have friends with benefits. Um, and that can, and that's just what it is. Like, right. So I think that sometimes people like can kind of almost separate the two. They can separate mm-hmm. intimacy from the physical act. Oh, yeah. Um, but what does it mean to actually get intimate with a person? Like if you think about some of your most intimate encounters, have they had to do anything with sex? Like I feel like some of my most intimate, like this is, think about it, even for women especially, like you have sex and then most women want a pillow talk, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me your dreams. Like what made you <laughs> like me? Like, yeah, right. Because <laughs> they want that intimacy because I feel mm-hmm. like 
most people, especially women, I can speak for women because I am a woman, you know, we get a greater enjoyment out of sex when there is a higher level of intimacy involved. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I think that you can have one without the other, but they add value to one another. Oh, yeah. So I feel like you, the intimacy is greater with sex and sex is greater with intimacy. Right. And that's why when you have sex, you want that either before or after moment of intimacy where it's like you do get to connect on a deeper level mm-hmm. um, and, you know, talk about your dreams or, you know, share your truths or whatever they may be mm-hmm. because it makes the experience more of an intimate experience versus just an exchange of bodily fluids. Right. <laughs> get it and go. Or, yeah, an exchange <laughs> of pleasures or whatever. Um, ooh, sorry, I'm trying yeah. to... if. If you're watching on Facebook, feel free to comment because I am reading the comments, so I will answer any questions <laughs> and things like that. I think I'm, I'm going to say something. Okay. So I feel like sex isn't uh, a part of in- intimacy, but it does complement each other. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say that. I, I would say with just intimacy, I think just like being there, having conversations, being honest with each other, um, just really emotionally uh, being present. Okay. I think we have a call. Alex. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah. it's you. Yeah, What's up? Definitely got to be Alex. What's up? So are we on Bluetooth? Because I know you have little ears in the car, so I just want to. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're on uh, the headset, so we're good. Okay, we're good. Great. Let's get nasty. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, so were you listening before you called in? No, I wasn't. So I, I got to be caught up to speed. For sure. So basically we're doing a spinoff of the conversation we had with Nina a couple of weeks ago. And there was a post on Facebook today that says people think intimacy is about sex, but intimacy is about truth. When you realize you can tell someone your truth, when you can show yourself to them, when you can stand in front of them and the response is you're safe with me, that is intimacy. So we're discussing the correlation of int- between intimacy and sex. Can you have one without the other? Do you... Do they compliment another? Um, like, what is the relationship between them? Oh, fantastic. Oh, and he's back. Yeah, he's calling back. How much did you hear? I, I heard there was a post on Facebook today. I literally was just going through the worst part of the dark, so we should have that. Okay. So, I'm going to read it again. People think that intimacy is about sex, but intimacy is about truth. When you realize you can tell someone your truth, when you can show yourself to them, when you stand in front of them and their response is, you're safe with me, that is intimacy. So we're discussing the correlation between sex and intimacy. If you need one to have the other, can you have them separately? Do they complement each other? And all of that jazz. (laughs) Well, damn. <laughs> if even he's yeah, speechless, was, shit. <laughs> what, is, what has been said so far about it? Well, I was saying that I, I feel like it isn't a part of intimacy, but it does complement each other. And mm. I feel like just being there and, you know, being truth, being honest with somebody and just being present um, w- it will be a form of intimacy. And I feel like it's it's important in a relationship, definitely. For sure. And I don't think that you, well, what I said too earlier, Alex, was that, you know, that's why I think oftentimes women in particular like to have that pillow talk after sex, right? They want to talk about your dreams. They want to talk about how you feel. Mm -hmm. What are we now? (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> when I have those conversations, um, because it makes the exchange more of an intimate experience, mm -hmm. and therefore sure. it's not just a casual encounter. Um, yeah. But I think that, you know, I think you can't have one without the other because sex is so casual these days. Mm -hmm. It can be exchanged. I mean, you can literally have sex for money. Mm -hmm. You can have sex for goods. Right. <laughs> like it's a form of currency. Right. Like you can, <laughs> no, you, can you can have sex for uh, a company. Like you just want somebody for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> like so many things that you could use sex for or to fulfill. And yeah. none of those things have to require any true level of intimacy for most people. I do mm -hmm. feel like there are some people, and I think I'm one of those people who, for the most part, I don't know that I could ever just randomly have sex because I feel like it is an intimate experience. Even if I'm not opening up emotionally, I feel like by me offering like my physical self to you, right. that is a level of intimacy that I mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable with just everybody. Away, yep. But yeah. that's not to say that it's the same as in every situation. Mm -hmm. yes. So I do feel like there are ways to be intimate with your partner um, outside of sex. Because if you think like... There are some relationships where you can't have sex or maybe some periods of time where you can't have sex because mm -hmm. of medical conditions or other reasons. So how do you find those other forms of intimacy? Mm -hmm. Like, I think this is important right. because I think the intimacy is what helps a relationship build and grow Absolutely. and what sustains a relationship. So if not sex, where else? What are your other sources of intimacy in your life? That's I think that's a good question for everybody to answer. Yeah. Alex, you uh, sound like you want to say something. Jamie? I feel yeah. like yeah. So I'm gonna let him go. Oh, go ahead, Jamie. Go ahead. I I feel like um, it's definitely very important, and I feel like what our generation and what most people miss is just really educating themselves on like other forms of intimacy, and also just with intimacy too. I think it really, for me personally, um, I just feel like it, it depends. It varies on who it is and just your love language too. Because like if you're a person that really is into physical touch that might you know that might be something that's very important to you mm -hmm. but for i think you know for the majority of people it's probably not mm -hmm. yeah. yeah but go yeah. ahead alex my, my turn yes yes it's your turn uh believe it or not i have an opinion on this mm -hmm. what we don't and, know so I, I have an opinion actually on both things oh my god that's even crazy <laughs> On the intimacy thing, but I also have an opinion on Amber what you said about sex and how important that is in there. Um, so on intimacy, this is something I've thought a lot about because several reasons. One, I think, um, and you know, I'm probably gonna get whatever for whoever's listening, but I think intimacy, like true intimacy, is what was missing from my marriage. And when I say that, I say that that we weren't intimate with each other. Like, I think intimacy is a result of all the other things that you guys are talking about, being truthful with one another, being open with one another. Um, the five love languages are, I think, things that can bring you intimacy. Like, I, I don't think sex is the end goal uh, of, of intimacy. Like, sex and intimacy are the same thing. I think good sex is the result of um, being intimate and, and being intimate with one another results in good sex because you can like absolutely, you can have sex mm -hmm. absolutely, and it, and it cannot not be because of intimacy. Yeah, and and you could, or 
you can be super intimate and have even better sex is what I believe, mm-hmm. depending on who you are, right? Because for me, I'm the same way that Amber is. Whether it's just a casual sexual encounter or not, like, I still have a lot of feelings behind it. And, and you know. You have feelings? Of, like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? I said, you got feelings? Yeah, I got a couple of them. Well, damn. Um, but, a few? There's a few little but, stragglers left? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they on their way out. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, I catch but, flights, no, not feelings. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Saying, Alex, put it in your I'm bio. Saying, but, but I'm saying that it, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. And, and I think exactly what Jamie said. People don't educate themselves on how they're intimate, one. So you can't communicate. I can't communicate to you what... I feel this intimacy. So uh, on the five love languages, and, and people can cut me off whenever they want, my thought on the five love languages is that you give to and you receive to. And a lot of times the ones that you give aren't the same ones that you receive. Absolutely. So for instance, I give uh, I give quality time because I don't have a lot of time and I make myself really busy. So if I give you my time, no matter how much time that is, like that should mean something to you, mm-hmm. one. And two, uh, acts of service. Like I will, like mm-hmm. I do stuff. Like when, it's, when I'm in a relationship, like, you know, when you talk about traditional roles, like I do a lot of stuff. My favorite thing to do is cook. I clean, I do laundry. I do all that stuff just because like being busy like that and having like easy paths versus what my job usually is, is, uh, is like what makes me comfortable. So I can do those things. Whereas I receive like physical touch, it, there's nothing that is better to me and shows me more love than getting my back stretched, right? But but it's hard for me to give that affection up first. So when you talk about me matching with someone, right? If someone gives me acts of services, I'm uncomfortable, even though that's what I give mm-hmm. the most. Um, what I need is someone who gives me uh, physical touch and works with affirmation is what I'm learning now because when I do an act of service, I want you to recognize it mm-hmm. and tell me how much it how much it meant to you, right? And that's where I think you grow intimacy right there. The flip side of what I'm saying, and I'll make this part quick, is uh, when you talk about sex with currency and all those things, it's crazy that it, and I want to step outside of everything we've ever been taught, but like what all of a sudden made sex like so important? Right, because like you said, it can be used as currency. You you can talk about you know in the days of tarot and stuff like that. You know, there's women that had multiple concubines that were queens, and, and obviously there's men that have multiple wives, and it's used for currency. It's used, you know, there's guys that will sleep with you know four or five different women in a week. Never mind, uh, you know, what they're doing over the course of their life. So it's like it's hard to put. Uh, a tag on exactly what sex is because it's definitely not the end-all be-all of intimacy so it's like I, you, I guess you have to decide what it is for you because that's going to help you back into what intimacy is right if sex is the most important thing to you and having good sex is but then obviously you should probably work on your intimacy a little bit more mm-hmm. than someone who's like I just want to have sex I just want to have fun Right. You know, your intimacy <laughs> might be in good conversation your intimacy might be uh, quality time, like I said, and things like that. And understanding that about your partner, I think, is what's really important in now and then. For sure. <laughs> and no, and I think that what you said about like when did sex become so important? I don't, 
I don't know that it is. I don't think it's any more important today than it was before. I think that everybody, there's a stigma around it. And like, even that, if you think about the different times, like I know you're talking about like way, way back, but even like in the seventies when it was like free love and all this stuff. And I think that everybody has their own value or whatever associated with sex. And, um, I was going somewhere and I forgot where I was going with that. But everybody has like their own value associated with sex. But I do think that, no, I think that that's why, uh, I mean, honestly, in this whole era of like side chick, side dude thing or whatever, like side chicks would be like, oh, well, he was with me and whoop, whoop, whoop. And like the main girl who stays with him would be like, well, I don't care. I'm his home because at the end of the day, you might have had him physically, but you don't have his intimacy. You don't have his heart. You don't have his mind. You don't have his soul. You don't have his money. You don't have, or you might get a little dinner or whatever, but you ain't ain't paying your bills. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Chicken wings and fries. (laughs) (laughs) And what's crazy about that is you, you talk about uh, married couples that are swingers, right? And that is right into what you're saying, right? Wait, did we talk about, when did we talk about this? (laughs) When did we talk about this? We, Say it again? When did we talk about this? Or are you just saying I'm it? Not saying, we, oh, I thought I, you said I we talked about it. I was like, when the hell was that conversation? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We have it. I'm saying people do. Because when you talk about that, you talk, I, to me, I'm like, how Like, how does that work? Like, tell me how you go to a club, you watch whoever you're with go do this, and then we go home and, like, we're going to be sitting at breakfast tomorrow, and I'm, like, thinking about what happened yesterday. Like, I could never... I mean, never, ever in a million million years be like, that That works for me. But those couples, and cause to me, I'm always trying to understand, like, how are you doing this? What's your mindset? All these things. Mm-hmm. Those couples, like, I don't know if they're faking it or or what, but they seem to just, like, have it figured out for them. Well, and they're I living would, life and they're I loving imagine, it and they're doing whatever. I would imagine that it has to, in, in my, my little brain, I would imagine it has to be one of two extremes, either one they probably have the most extreme form of intimacy to where you can own that truth and be like, listen, honey, I love you. We all good. But like, my truth is that I really want you to watch me get banged by six dudes or whatever. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like that is, extreme. you gotta be really comfortable with someone to own, to talk about that truth and to own it and to not care about being judging for that person to love you as much to be like, I actually would love that. And I'll raise you. <laughs> Right. Three girls and a donkey. Let's yeah, do this. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but, oh, man. But, um. Well, well, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, well, I always go into, you know, here we go again with my animalistic behavior, right? Because then it starts to make me think, like, is are you really supposed to be with one person? Like, are you going against animalistic nature to be with one person for the rest of your life? Like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. feelings there. Yeah, you 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 can make it work, but in the grand scheme, if if half of marriages fail, and then you know maybe even half of the ones that don't fail on paper still aren't good marriages in you know in the grand scheme. So I have I got two things to say. First of all, let me finish my other stuff. That was that. The second, the first part is that they they either got it figured out and they have the most extreme version of intimacy or they are just distracting themselves with physical acts and with Mm -hmm. this lifestyle from any form of real connection or intimacy. And that's what I was thinking, too. My second thought is that what you were saying, um, the animalistic nature, being with one person, like all of this stuff, if, if you're saying, well, marriages fail, and, like, people can't just be with one person or whatever, but be, does being single 
ever really succeed then because you're you're with different people, but you're always looking for that person. Like most right. people are still always looking for that person, even when you're single, even right. when you're dating, if you're not dating, regardless, like mm-hmm. majority of the population are still always kind of either actively or subconsciously on the hunt to find that person that they can have that deepest form of intimacy with where they can own that truth and whatever it may be and be their full authentic self with that person without fear of judgment right. or, you know, being left. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, and I think I think that you you said it how all mine can be summed up, and that that I think that's the only way I would ever find like true true intimacy is where I can be a hundred percent me with you, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can tell you everything I'm thinking, and I, I it's trust on both sides, right? I have to trust that you can understand why I'm sharing this with you and understand uh, how I am and and what I mean by all this stuff, right? But it's also trust by them that, like, okay, if I say something crazy, like, it's because, you know, they know me and they know that I'm saying it for this reason or whatever. So, um, for me, that I, I agree with you. I think that's the – those are the only true relationships, right? And, I, and everything that I say, I'm not recommending that people not get married or people that are married stop being married or people that are married start being swingers or any of that stuff. I'm just saying I don't have it figured out. I think a lot of people don't have it figured out. And when you, when you go – to uh, talk about intimacy and being with that one person and being with a real person, I think it's more about like being being true with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. like, what is this like? How? What am I really like? And I need to find someone who's either like me or accepts me or something like that. Yep. So, do you think like somebody can be intimate with multiple people? Like. Going back to the whole swinger thing, like if they're married, yep. that's Absolutely. their um, they're intimate with that person, being truthful, whatever, whatever. But then the other partners that they're having sex with, could they be intimate with them as well? I think so. I mean, yeah. it's just like I think we talked about before about being able to love multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can definitely be, there are different forms, right? And with different people, because everybody's different, you can mm-hmm. share different truths with different people and have different reactions, share different forms of intimacy, just the same mm-hmm. way that you have different sex with different people. You have right. really, you know, great sex with some people and not so good sex with other people and like whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that you can, um, but I think that most people's goal is to be able to have that all in one person, mm-hmm. which is why, which is why I think a lot of people do get divorced because they're like, damn it, like you don't meet all of these needs. But mm-hmm. I don't think that it should be right. any one person's responsibility to meet all of, of your right. needs. It, it, like it's, it's a lot of that's pressure, why it's important for you to have your own hobbies, social right. life, professional skill set, like all of that, things that you enjoy outside of your relationship because if you put all of that responsibility on that one person to meet all of your needs, mm-hmm. it's going to fail. And I don't oh, yeah. think that it should be their responsibility to meet all of your intimate needs. Like mm-hmm. you should be able to have intimate conversations or intimate experiences with other people, maybe not on that level that you share with your partner because mm-hmm. the ultimate goal is to have a partner that you can have a deeper level of intimacy right. with. Um but I think, yeah, I think you should have intimate experience with other people, but not necessarily in a sexual yeah. way. I was, yeah. I was just going to say something about that. I, I feel like you can get different forms from, you know, just either relationship, your parents, you know, mm-hmm. best friends, your son, daughter, you know, from your dog, cat. You know, I, I feel like there's other forms and all of those things give you a good balance and you shouldn't just put that all into one person even though ideally we all you know that's what we all would want but I feel like it puts a lot of pressure 
And I feel like that's a, a reason why a lot of relationships fail is because we have this expectation. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be a dangerous game, too, because if you do get that all-in-one person, now you're attached to that person and something goes wrong. You that's know. when bitches get crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's really dangerous at that point. But that's just my, my well, thoughts about it. Yeah. I mean, Jamie, actually, I, I had something to say, but Jamie actually said something that's really interesting because – you talk. You can talk about you get all that from one person, right? But what if they don't get it all from you? Exactly. Right. So, that's even worse. Shit. So <laughs> you're 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 into somebody that's not all the way into you, and so then you, like you, like you said, you're stuck or end up disappointed or mm-hmm. or anything like that. But one of the to kind of piggyback off of what everyone said a little bit was, I think once again being honest with yourself and what you're getting from everyone, right? Because when you think about it, when you're in a relationship, quote unquote a relationship, and we're talking about the relationship, the romantic relationship, right? I don't think you should be having multiple romantic relationships. I think you can, but I don't think you should. I think you should understand what you're getting from each person because you're most definitely intimate with several different people. For instance, like, uh, I'm, you know, people ask all the time if me and Amber are dating, right? And so I love Amber so much because she shares this passion with me like i can't like i can't and she probably knows exactly what i'm talking about right now like when i figure something out in the studio like she's the first person i text i'm like hey i figured out the sound and like i can't text anyone else and say that because they're going to be like why are you telling me this (laughs) Um, and so and for that reason and the other thing about it is i can obviously argue with amber and not have to come back and one apologize for my point of view and not have to and 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 she understands because she's giving me shit the same way I'm giving her shit. Like if I did that with some, you know, someone else that isn't the same way, right? They'd be like, "You're, you're an asshole." Like you're, you're, every time. Oh, don't get it twisted. I still think you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get it twisted. Every time conversations what I mean, but they would say that, and we really get their feelings hurt just because I don't agree with what they're saying on this specific topic. When the point of mine and Amber's relationship, when we're talking on this, is to disagree more more than it, you know. No one really wants to see us just agree and say yes, yes to everything. So, um, so yeah, I, de- I definitely think you know agree with everything you guys said for sure. Just not me. Yeah, I'm so first. <laughs> <laughs> I was agree with them. Just not me. I see how it is. It's all good. All right. Cool. <laughs> so. No, I think I think it's important. I think you touched on a point about like not just having like the intimacy and you should not. In my opinion, I don't obviously think that you should carry out multiple um, romantically intimate relationships, Mm -hmm. but you can get, like I said, other forms of intimacy elsewhere. I think what makes a romantic relationship more intimate is the fact that it is just with that person. Like Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the the selling point of it is like, wow, you trust me with this information. Are you mm-hmm. like Alex was saying earlier? So about his acts of service, which I kind of want to expand upon a little bit, but even that like, okay, so you, these are your acts of, of service or sorry, these are your love languages and you are like communicating them to me. This mm-hmm. is important. This is special. If you're giving it to other people, then it doesn't make me feel special and it doesn't make it feel as intimate. Right. Um, right. Having said that, so you said you're, the way that you prefer to show love is by doing acts of service and by, what was the other thing? Time, quality time. Mm-hmm. 
time. Yep, yep, so yep. do you understand that the person that you are with might receive love through different languages mm-hmm. and that you have to adjust to that person's receptors? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. So when, so that, the reason I say that is because I know what I give, I know what I receive, right? So to that point, exactly, I have to know, okay, I can't just give my two. I have to know which ones they receive. And so, because basically what I'm saying is those two are just the ones I'm most comfortable doing, right? Those are the easiest for me to do without thinking. Like, you know, I'm always probably going to OD it when it comes to those two, right? But someone's like, how come when you walked in, like, you didn't give me a hug right away? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like, I was like, why? Like, okay, I didn't give you a hug. But what's the deal? Like, you know, hug me now. So Y'all both uh, look triggered by that. <laughs> What what'd you say? No, because Jalen Jalen and Jamie were both like over here kikiing and shit. So I said they both look triggered. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, they, must have, they must have an issue or something. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I, um, could, I could definitely relate. With uh, you. No, but I think I think everyone, if you sit and think about it, you can think about that in almost any relationship, right? Where if you sit and think, you're like, okay, this argument was about this, and it's like, oh, that was strictly just because, like you know, I didn't understand that this is what they needed. But what makes it even harder is it's like, they're like, you didn't, you didn't hug me when I walked in. And I'm like, no, I didn't hug you when you walked in because I'm over here folding your clothes. Like, <laughs> what, like, like, how are you mad at me while I'm folding clothes when, when, when that, that is real shit. Though. No, that is like, <laughs> that is an argument I can hear in the household of like yeah. millions of people across the world right now. You got to drop everything right, and throw right. rose petals. Why they walk? Right, I right. Mean, I wouldn't be mad. Throw the rose. Stop folding the clothes. Throw the rose petals. Give me a hug. Kiss me, and then go back to folding the clothes. <laughs> you gotta right. keep that same energy right. too. You can't just show that and then well, go back. Go well, ahead. The Al. problem is that I think you get people where they give acts of service, right? So to someone that can fold their own clothes, like you folding my clothes, I'm like, thank you, but scratch my back. Scratch my you know what I mean? <laughs> but so anyway, um, I I have something to say. Um, I I feel like you can be intimate with multiple people, but I think it just comes down to, like what I said earlier about just intimacy. I think is like just being honest and truthful, and then also another big thing is comfort. You know, if you're com- if you guys are comfortable with that situation, you guys are being open and honest with each other. Um, you know. There's different people on a romantic level that can serve different purposes. But as long as you guys are communicating what's going on and you guys are both on the same page, I feel like it can be done. But it just, I feel like the more people that you become romantic with, it it can become a little bit difficult. I agree. I think it confuses things. But also, I think, you know, they build each other up. Intimacy can build up to sex and sex can Mm -hmm. build up to intimacy. I think that... um, a lot of maybe this is where a lot of affairs begin, you know, people yeah. in the workplace or people who spend a lot of time together and they they spend a lot of time together. Yeah. They have a lot of conversations. They develop this level of intimacy because of the time spent, because of the conversations right. that are things shared or experiences had or whatever. And it builds up that level of intimacy. And if then there's new Latin, if there's an attraction, if mm-hmm. there's other you know elements, mm-hmm. then that's where that 
romantic affair can take place or that sexual experience can take place on the flip side maybe you have somebody who's just a friend that Mm -hmm. you have sex with and y'all have meet on a regular basis it's really just sex maybe you hang out here and there have conversations but over time in a lot of cases people end up dating because Mm -hmm. you know the intimacy was built up through those physical experiences Mm -hmm. so i think they definitely go hand in hand um and build up to one another Really quick, Alex. Sorry, um, sorry. We're gonna we got a song, so right? Yeah, we, ha- yeah, we have a song, so yeah. we're gonna play uh, the song real quick. Um, break, and the song is um, "Get Right, Fuzzo." We ain't playing no games with our lives. With our lives. You might live long, but you don't live twice. Our only mission is sitting on ice. Get right, get right. Bitch, we out here trying to get right. Bitch, we ain't playing no games with our lives. Yeah, we come from the motherfucking mud. 
That's why I keep a motherfucking slug. Jump off the Porsche as a young nigga. Had to give me a sack as a young nigga. I was in the backfield like a young nigga. Give me the ball, nigga. I'm ready to ball, nigga. I am a hog, nigga. I am a dog, nigga. Fucking the law, nigga. Fucking the law, nigga. And we're back. And once again, that was uh, Get Right by Fuzzle Leo. That shit had me kind of turned up a little I bit. Mean, I was like, hey, I got sent that song last year, low key. I don't even remember exactly who sent it to me. So if that show song, holler. They did give me permission when they sent it to me, though. We got Alex still. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. So, um, you were about to say something before break. Do you remember what it was? I do not. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, um, back on the discussion of intimacy. So, I was thinking, like, you know, I, I was thinking really hard during the break, and now I forgot what I was going to say. It was going to be good. Um, I knew what I, I knew what I was going to say now. I remember. Me too. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, because someone, uh, maybe an Amber, it was you that says. You know, you get into these uh, relationships, and then it usually ends up in affairs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot I of that exactly comes from that. exactly what I was talking. <laughs> What's that? I said not exactly say that. I was just saying that I think that affairs happen because of the buildup of intimacy with somebody that you are. That's that was more of what I was saying rather than like affairs just happening. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, what, I'm glad you explained it better because that's yeah, that's the comment I meant. Um, and I think what sometimes happens in those is you confuse whatever form of intimacy you do have. So it may be connecting, you know, in all these conversations that you said um, happen, you know, on a daily basis or, or whatever passions you share that you guys talk about at work all the time or wherever it is, and you turn it into something romantic. And I think a lot of times in those affairs, people realize, like, um, you know, it, that's not what it was to, to be right? right so that's why a lot of times people get get into affairs and then realize they made a mistake it wasn't a romantic it wasn't really a romantic thing and then you want to stay with your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. um after making that mistake and that's what that's what's tough and that's why i think what i said about understanding you know what form of intimacy you have with this one person and and you know, identifying that early mm-hmm. is, is important because I think sometimes with a little bit of thought, people could, afford, could avoid those, obviously. But, Absolutely. Uh, and I think, but, too, you know, what happens is people in particularly vulnerable situations. So, like, if you're going through a hard time at home, maybe you and your spouse are having issues and then, you know, you're going into the office every day and you've got, you know, Susie next to you or whatever and she's, oh, are you okay? Oh, I brought you something today. Like, all of these little things or whatever, acts mm-hmm. of service, gifts, whatever. Right. Just things that she's doing as a yeah. friendly coworker, and you mistake that as, wow, well, my wife doesn't do that shit for me anymore. And then mm-hmm. you build up right. because it's your perception, your mind state of where it's at. I think being that 
that vulnerable state can kind of sometimes skew your vision and allow those things to happen. But in the end of the day, like you said, you get into that situation, you play with it. It's all, you know, fun and games. But then that that deeper level of intimacy really isn't there because you have that with, you know, whoever's at home waiting for you. Right. Sure. I thought you had something else to say, no? <laughs> No, not not me. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but no, but I, I, and nonetheless, I think that, um, so what Jamie had said earlier, like about having intimacy, I think it was Jamie or Jalen about having intimacy with like different people. I feel like, um, I mean, that's, I don't know. In a way it's almost like that is, it's like kind of like an underlying goal of this podcast is to create, is to cause people to have really honest conversations because I think mm-hmm. being intimate is being open and honest right. with people. Um, and I think that, you know, we are in, in a world that's, I say this all the time, in a world that's like so connected through social and everything else, we are so disconnected as human beings. Mm-hmm. And we don't share the same level of intimacy that I think maybe once we once did. Like if you think about like, I don't know, just back in the day, like having late night conversations with people like on the porch, in the car, like just like not being distracted by your phone, by social media, by this, that and the other. Like you just have these intimate conversations. You discuss life, dreams, passions. You have these intimate experiences. And because they happen, or in my opinion, anyways, I feel like they happen more regularly. You're not always getting them confused with romantic situations. Um, And I feel like now it's like the second somebody shows you a love or scratches your back (laughs) or does something, you're like, oh, shit. Yes. Oh, I need this. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you get excited because they have they have, um, you know, loved you in your love or they have done something in your love language. And so it speaks to you. And then you, you have this level of intimacy and you're like, oh, I need this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just feel like we need more of that, not necessarily for romantic purposes, but just in life in, in general. general. We need to have these open, honest conversations and we need to reach people and um, on a deeper level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I would. I, go ahead, Alex. No, no, you, you go ahead. Um, I think just to, to piggyback on that, I, I think that that definitely plays a factor with social media and phones like that. We mm-hmm. back, you know, back before that, we had more practice with intimacy. And mm-hmm. I feel like that helped us educate ourselves and kind of figure things out if we weren't educated of what exactly we like or what we need from that certain person, friend, mm-hmm. whoever you encounter, whatever relationship that you have. And I feel like, you know, just with the culture, that's why it's a lot of infidelities because, mm-hmm. you know, you get that one form of intimacy and now you're just, you know, risking it all and sacrificing things all because, you know, you're in a vulnerable state of mind, mm-hmm. just, you know, just out of it. Yeah. So. I agree. And I think um, certain people can bring it out of you more than others or certain people have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like me having... It's so weird because I (laughs) notoriously like growing up or even in my 20s and like people, I was not an outgoing person. The person I am today is not the person I was before. So (laughs) when people meet me now, they're like, oh, my God, you're so outgoing and you're so Mm -hmm. you this. And I'm like, no, I'm not like I'm such a hermit. You guys don't understand. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I just had this passion to have these conversations. And so I think I incidentally like extract this vulnerability from people and mm-hmm. I have these deep and I reach them on a deeper level so people are always feeling like this intimate connection with me and I'm right. like 
it's not that you know what I mean yeah, like it's yeah, not yeah, always yeah. that like it, this is just a great conversation that you should probably right. be having in your daily life anyway exactly. I'm just the one to spark it in you so now go right. have it with somebody else <laughs> not yeah. like that but like <laughs> please Kick them to the take curve. the torch and pass it on yeah. <laughs> Not like that, but again, it's just like getting people to have these conversations, getting people to be open and honest and experience forms of intimacy so that when they do, you know, if your goal is a romantic partner, then when you do find that, you know how to have this conversation right. with them. You know how to be vulnerable and be open because I think, you know, that too, everyone has these huge walls up where they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to share secrets. They don't want to be their authentic self. They don't want to let anyone in because they don't want to get hurt. Exactly. And they don't want to give it all to somebody who's not going to give it back. They don't want to be vulnerable with someone who's not going to be vulnerable back. Like, I'm not going to tell you how I feel. You're not going to tell me how you feel back or you're going to look at me like I'm crazy and then I feel stupid. Right. And in the age of social media, you're going to go, I'm like, oh my God, this person was like all obsessed with me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) people be putting people on blast. Like, it's a lot to, it's a lot the risk um so yeah like i i just let the walls down a little yeah. put I, like I, a screen door up you know just like a little door. protection <laughs> keep the bugs out <laughs> but let the air through and that right. sunshine <laughs> I, I think things are, have gotten uh, too casual you mm-hmm. know just with our relationships um and, and it's definitely like phones social media and all these electronics have definitely um diluted those conversations that we need to have mm-hmm. and for the people that are educated and do know what they need on an intimate level um I, I feel like with the relationship we don't really have those conversations or or, or build each other up mm-hmm. you know kind of right. teach somebody and and, and kind of figure out what they need mm-hmm. for sure you know so I, I feel like that's something that happens but instead we have you know pointless conversations that really aren't going anywhere and it's just killing time. But uh, I think it's very important to build each other up in relationship, either friendship, whatever mm-hmm. relationship it is, and, and just educate and try to find out, you know, what that person needs or help them find out or, or, or point them some resources or how you kind of mm-hmm. found yourself or, or found that that intimate level that, you know, kind of worked out for you. So. Right. And But think about that, what yeah. you said. Like, in a, think about how scary how much more scary it is to communicate your feelings to somebody now knowing that, you know, it's not being done. And so you're like, okay, so I don't do it. I don't do it. I don't do it. And now with you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going for it. And then you do it. And then it's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. Damn it. I did it. I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. I'm done. (laughs) And that's the type of mindset that, that kind of, you know, it, it, it can be unhealthy, you know, because if we have those conversations and we do build each other up, it's not just pointless, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing it, you genuinely doing it because you want to and you, you want better for that person. For sure. Right. You know, w- when the relationship ends, you know, you kind of just you just go separate ways. It doesn't have to be this toxic, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Breakup where you got to, I don't like him or I don't like this or mm-hmm. I did this for them and yeah. they didn't do anything yeah. for me. Right. You know, but if, if, we, yeah, like yeah. if we actually took the time out and focused on that, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I mean, we would make more progress. Definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alex, you sound yeah. like you had yeah. something to say. All right. Can I go? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes, you can go. Here you go. Yeah, it's your yeah. turn. Sure. Uh, and now we can't hear you. I think I got the thing, but I, you guys are... Nope, you're cutting out. For, what? I'm, no, you're definitely cutting out. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. So she got Metro PCS. <laughs> oh, she got man. Boost. I'm just playing. I'm just a little jokey joke. Keep going. <laughs> if you have Metro PCS or Boost and you're listening, I am not knocking it. They're great phone providers. Boost. If you want to sponsor us, we are all for it. <laughs> Carry on, Alex. No, I'm, a, I'm making the drive from like Toledo area up to Detroit, and mm. that some of that space in between is not that great. Yeah, but, it's a lot of construction. Um, you guys can hear me now, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it's better. Um, what I was saying is this is like literally where I start every conversation about relationships because I think anyone that's been in a real relationship that's gone bad like knows how hard it is to just freaking be like in a good relationship. It's almost easier to just be in a bad relationship and not care and have your walls up and all those things um, as opposed to like really giving yourself, even, even if you're not – giving yourself to not get hurt, but just to not have to have, you know, difficult conversations on a daily basis. So I think, and, and not having to adapt, because I don't think it's always that you're protecting yourself from getting hurt, but I, I don't think people want to make, like when you identify either what needs to happen to, to fix something that's going bad or even just to take the next step to be good, like do you really want to, like, adjust and sacrifice and do all those things to be with this person is what I think comes, you know, even just subconsciously comes, you know, to your mind. So like when you talk about intimacy and like sharing and, and being truthful and communicating and, and all those things, it, it sounds easy that it's like, Hey, you, yeah, you should definitely just have a conversation and understand how this person wants to be intimate and how we should be closer and all those things. But like when you sit down and try to have that conversation, like, the first, you know, it could be the first thing you say. It's like, I I really wish we did more of that. And the mm-hmm. other, I mean, everyone knows this. The other person, first thing they might say is, I, you know, I think I do that. I do that already. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know what I mean? So yeah, for um, sure. just, just conversations are tough. Yeah, and I think, well, two things. Number one, when do you have that conversation? Because right. I think, like, people, like, those, absolutely, those conversations should be had. I I think, like, once a relationship is established, like, yo, we're doing this. And mm-hmm. I think the, the purpose of a relationship, in my opinion now, should not necessarily, like, I have no desire to be in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I want... It, you know whatever situation I get into to be like yo we rock together like mm-hmm. we on the same page we share the right. same passions like mm-hmm. we riding for each other you know we do this because we're passionate about life and we're passionate about one another and like I want to help you you want to help me we mm-hmm. want that's why we're together right. and, and it's more of a partnership than like a relationship like right. we are partners in life that mm-hmm. means whatever life throws at us we're tackling this shit as a team together exactly. that's my goal so I feel like once that's established, okay, we're doing this, we're on the same team, and then it's like, let's have these conversations on a regular basis, though. Yeah. Like, let's start with that conversation. Like, what do you need? What do you feel like you need for me to make this relationship successful? Right. What do I need from you? Great, let's do that. Let's keep touching base all day, every day, having these open conversations, mm-hmm. these intimate conversations where we can be completely authentic and raw. And maybe I don't like your truth. Maybe what you tell me mm-hmm. is like, damn. Mm-hmm. But I like, but I like, you're my partner, you're my teammate. Right. So, like, I just like, like, okay, that's your truth. I appreciate that you, you know, feel safe enough to share that with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to respect that. Yeah. yeah. And I might not, you know, like it necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I want you to be you, you know. Right. So I'm going to allow you to own your truth or whatever. If for whatever reason it, 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 um, it, 
it negatively impacts the partnership or it negatively impacts me as a person, then we need to have a conversation about what needs to happen right. so that there's a it's not negatively impacting myself or the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, or even you, because sometimes people do self-sabotaging things or whatever, and it's like, you know, that's not healthy for you, then that's obviously going to impact the relationship badly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, I, yeah, so the first thought is when do you actually have those conversations and I answer myself? I think, like, as soon as you establish that you're in that relationship... Um, and that it makes sense for both of you. Then you have that initial conversation about what what a successful relationship looks like. But hopefully, before you've decided to get in a relationship, you've already had these kinds of conversations that have led you to believe, you know, I I kind of want to team up with this person. Like, this person could be my teammate. Coach sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes (laughs) you got to switch up the role. Sometimes you play coach. Sometimes you're a teammate. But either way, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, and then, and just keep, like... So, like, when I was in my marriage, my husband and I, we went to this marriage retreat because we, like, literally did everything to save our marriage, including mm-hmm. going on this marriage retreat in Tennessee. And we learned all these things and had all these books and this stuff. A lot of it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that was just taking time every day, not talk about work, mm-hmm. not talk about the kids, not talk about none of that, but just how are you feeling? Like, what is, mm-hmm. like, how is your heart doing? Like, just on the inside, like, that intimate conversation, no distractions, no bullshit, just me and you. Let's talk about us. Um, we couldn't do that. Like me and my yeah. husband could not do that. It was like all we could talk about was business, which is why we worked well together. But it's also why we didn't work well together yeah. because we couldn't get intimate with one or like you know like have that bond or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I mean to Alex's point, I think you know it's important to have those conversations and to have them upfront and have them often. Yeah. Oh yeah, and to be real, to be honest, because if you yeah, cannot share sure. your truth with your partner. Mm-hmm. Don't you shouldn't even be in the situation. Yep, just wasting time. Yeah, cause like I, that's I mean just like me personally. Maybe the older you get, the more you're like fuck the bullshit. But I just want to be myself. <laughs> like I don't want to have to front. Mm-hmm. I want to be like physically, emotionally, mentally just please allow. Me. And and not to say that please let me be crazy and like do all this mm-hmm. negative shit. If, again. If I'm negatively impacting you, the relationship, or myself, then let's talk about that, how I can be better for, right. for us. And I'm always going to strive to be better, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that everybody wants that. Everybody wants to just let their hair down. I mean, metaphorically, let their take their bra off, let mm-hmm. their hair down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just want to be free to be them yeah. and have somebody who's like, damn, I love you, titty sagging to your knees. <laughs> 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 like, oh, man. I love, you know what I'm saying? Like, your crazy ass hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you nipple scrape the carpet, babe. Come here. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop talking. Somebody else jump in because you got to wrap up in like a minute and a half. <laughs> I, I, I think I would, I would say that, um, like, today's age is definitely tough. Uh, with just, like, social media has definitely made it tough. And then just as an adult life, you know, you got kids, you know, work it kind of just consumes you so mm-hmm. it, it's really hard to to unwind at nights because you got your mind set up on you know what happened at work yeah. or you know what jimmy did at daycare things like that <laughs> jimmy but, a punk man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it, you definitely gotta take the time out of your day to kind of have that intimacy and have those conversations you know absolutely mm-hmm. all right any last words alex no, I'm. Uh, you guys, you guys got it. It's all sounds good to me. 
<laughs> Fantastic. I'm so glad we got your stamp of approval. Okay, well, this is 30 Flirty and Thriving. As a reminder, anybody who is subscribed to 30 Flirty and Thriving via Podcast Detroit, please go to SoundCloud and subscribe to 30 Flirty and Thriving because we are transitioning out of the studio in the next month. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all can follow me, the best Amber on Instagram, the best Amber everywhere else. Jalen said it on every social media. And Jamie B, just look me up. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. And the Ultimate Bachelor. And that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. U-L-T-B-A-C-A. That's me. Okay. All right. Thanks, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.